Hello and welcome to Pet Chat. 49216216 is the number. Now, Cheryl, when we come back, we're looking at our dogs urinating because sometimes it's not in the best places, the most appropriate places, shall we say? That's right. And we can do a lot to help with um, inappropriate toileting. So I need to ask you, because I've been chatting today, you know your old when, because I just think everyone has that moment in time where they go, uh-oh, I'm sounding like my mum or dad or I'm getting old. Did you have one of those moments? Sarah, I have had that moment happen to me. Oh, Being a dog groomer, you often get scratched by dogs when you're obviously grooming. I could imagine. Mm -hmm. A lot of scratches. Yeah. But suddenly I was looking at the scratches that I was getting and my skin has turned like paper. It is so, so frail now that when I get a scratch, I bleed and it just opens like tissue paper. Oh, you're so right. Mm. Like particularly as kids, you you know, they get a scratch, they're healed the next day. Yes, as we age, it it changes, Sarah. You've got this to look forward to. There's something else to look forward to. Mm -hmm. Mm, Okay, I'm already noticing it. So, okay, good (laughs) times. Keep the moisturiser up. Well, the Sean, that's why I have to spend so much money, okay, on moisturising creams. Now, Cheryl, we're talking about um, our dogs and often they will. They'll just urinate where they shouldn't be. I know. And this is particular with puppies. Often I'll get the question of, you know, where, why is my puppy, I take it outside to go to the toilet. Maybe it goes, maybe it doesn't. Then as soon as we come inside, the dog urinates on the carpet. Yeah. Now, usually that's because... On the carpet, there's either been a previous wee by maybe that puppy or another dog that has been cleaned up and not cleaned up how it should be cleaned up. Now, often we go, what What, what are you talking about? I've cleaned it up. I've grabbed the disinfected or the bleach or the vinegar. Mm-hmm. And there's so many household products we use to clean with. But unfortunately, if we just use something like um, the vinegar, it won't stop the smell from being there. So what happens when the dog wees on the carpet? What we see on the surface is only a part of it because when it goes down into the um, into the underlay or whatever's underneath the carpet, it actually floods out further. So it can be two to four times what the surface area is. So when we're cleaning, we need to make sure we're doing it properly. Right. So to understand that goes down Absolutely. and spreads across. Yep. And usually we just clean what we see on the Correct. surface. Correct. We get the rag on a roll, yep. I call it, and we just dab yep. until that comes yep. up dry. Well, that's good. That's really good doing that part. But then we need to use a product that is designed to encapsulate the, the um, uric acid itself. So that's that smell that we smell of ammonia. Now, what happens, why the dog wees where that previous wee was is because when they walk past it, if we haven't cleaned it properly and that's with a bioenzymatic um, cleaner the smell is still there and so dogs have so many sponges in their noses and those sponges take on that scent that uric acid or the ammonia and it sends a message to the brain to urinate so the sponges take it in the olfactory goes boom sends a message to the brain and the dog urinates on that spot so it's a trigger that ammonia triggers them to go to the toilet and so that's when we get that inappropriate toileting inside so it's really important that people go and buy a product designed especially for cleaning that's so interesting you're saying that cheryl and we we haven't had this conversation um off air so it's funny you're saying that because we had a house guest um i might have mentioned a few weeks ago and she brought her puppy who's not dissexed yet seba mm-hmm. And he was marking upstairs and I was having conniptions. Yes. Uh, And since then, Gizmo's had two uh, accidents upstairs at the same spot and I thought could be a bit of doggy dementia 
or could be. Yeah. It sounds like he's smelling it and going. Yeah, and I'm so of course mark. that's make, making him go to the toilet there <sighs> inappropriately, Glad which is unfortunate. But yeah, and there's so many on the market, but you need one that is designed, and they work on on old urine as well as new urine, so you can quite that's easily good. get this. Spray it on where it's been, and some of them remove stains as well. So, but just always test it if you <laughs> if you're using it on your carpet that it is you know use it in an inconspicuous area just in case it's got some product that could. Um, you know, disagree with your carpet and discolour yeah. it. But it's so important to make sure that we're not grabbing the wrong things to clean up. We don't want to just mask the odour. We want to encapsulate those enzymes um, around the ammonia and remove it completely. Because if you're using something else, once that perfume dissipates, the smell will still be there. You yeah. may not be able to smell it necessarily, but the dog will. And that's why they often get into trouble for going to the toilet inside when really we haven't done the clean-up properly. And Cheryl, I guess that would solve a lot of people's problems where the, the dogs have been trained, they do take them outside, but yet they're still doing this. Yes. Uh, that could be part of the problem because I guess there's a multitude of reasons why our dogs urinate in places that we deem inappropriate such as inside yeah that's that's very true sometimes the puppy training um, pads that people use they encourage puppies to go on that but the reason that they do that is they're impregnated with ammonia so the dog can smell that that's why they go there oh but sometimes if we drop our pajamas or something like that or our towel sometimes our dogs will wee on that item as well because they can smell that ammonia there you go they're pretty smart aren't they they are very so smart. I need to go get some product. There's probably a few people at home going, hmm. Yeah. And you know, cats, it's di- different with cats because they love the smell of their own urine. If they become stressed, they urinate everywhere just as an appeasement. So it's really oh, interesting. Such a cat thing to do. Yes. That is so funny. Do they? So if they're stressed, they might do yeah. that and go. Yeah. My son's cat was really stressed one time and I was taking all of these products over and spraying, but the cat was quite happy just to continue. <laughs> Oh, my gosh, that is funny. Well, Cheryl, thank you. Some great advice as always. Pet Chat. We just had Maureen on the phone. She didn't want to talk. She doesn't like her accent, although, Cheryl, it was fabulous. You know, (laughs) I love a Pommy accent. Uh, But Maureen was saying, because you were mentioning that we don't want the ammonia in cleaning products. That's right. Uh, She said she makes her own up with vinegar and some other things to to clean. Is that something that that necessarily works? Uh, We have to be really uh, sure that we are getting a product that is going going to um, clean or, or, or um, not clean it's, it's going to clean but it's it's going to encapsulate the uh, uric acid and a lot of products that we use around the house actually don't do that so that's why it's important to get an enzymatic cleaner that, okay. that will encapsulate the, the uric acid and um, neutralize it so it actually changes the molecular structure Oh, wow. We're getting technical now, but that's very good. All right. Well, there you go, Maureen. Oh, and she did give me a laugh. She's been listening to uh, me talking about you know your old when, and she said when she looked at her, she had her photo taken for a licence and she looked at it and went, that's not me, that's my mother. (laughs) I thought that was pretty cute. Uh, Jenny, you're in Fern Bay. Welcome to the program. What's your question today? Thank you. Yes, um, very similar but the product you get for the toileting disappropriate places, do you get it from the supermarket or a a pet store? Jenny, these are a specialised product, so you can get them at most pet stores. Um, just making sure that it, it says on it it's for um, cleaning and, and um, neutralising the ammonia in the um, in the cat or dog's urine um, so it's available for they, some products are sold just for cats some for just 
um, dogs, but they're all the same product inside. They're, they're going to clean up the urine. That's just a marketing thing. But if you go along to your pet shop, you'll be able to buy a product. Okay. A lot of them actually contain um, citrus oil, and the citrus oil is one of the things that they believe deters um, the pets from going back to that space because they don't like okay. the smell of the citrus oil. But there's a, there's many on on on. Um, available and you can also buy them online as well if you're an onliner so just have yep. a look and, and see which is the one that you'd like to go they're just going to yep. kill that pheromone that smell of that ammonia and and neutralize it and as i was saying earlier you can use it on both um, old areas and fresh areas where the dog okay. or cat has yep. been yep yep how, how long just a little interesting how long when you've had dogs in your place and they've died, they've passed away and you get another new puppy, how long do you think would it be before they, the new puppy can still smell the old ones? Uh, look, some pets have incredible um, sense of smell, so that can be, mm -hmm. uh, you know, go on forever. Often people yeah. find that, um, you know, they, they get a new pet and they go, oh, well, you know, the, I haven't had another dog for a long time, but the dog is urinating somewhere. And you'll usually find it's because there has been previous urine there. So if you're mm -hmm. finding that with your new puppy, just um, give that a good clean. One of the things yeah. to do with, um, if it is an old area that has been urinated on, is to um, really saturate that area, cover it with plastic and leave it for overnight, then take the plastic off and let it dry out and then repeat mm -hmm. that process again oh, right. because you really yeah. got to understand that what we're seeing on the surface is only part of it mm. and it's really yeah. deep down and cross you know two to four times so the plastic holds it in yes it? yes so it keeps it it keeps it there so that the the air's not getting to it and drying it straight away yeah and okay. that it's going further and deeper down into the, the, the carpet or the substrata of whatever the carpet's sitting on. Um, and mm, sometimes people idea. find too that when they do get new carpet, and this is a, a really big thing, people have had a dog pee or, you know, they've been renting a place and then, then the carpet gets um, replaced, dogs will always wee on new carpet because of the way that it's manufactured. There's a lot of chemicals and the dogs smell it and they try to camouflage it with there their own urine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so don't go getting new carpet. Just clean the one you've got there, Jenny. Oh, yeah. Jenny, thank you for the call. Yeah, well, I've got another question. <laughs> yeah, um, go on. About um, my friend got a puppy and he was weeing on her bed. Anyhow, the vet um, oh. said have, get um, some samples of urine, which is not terribly easy, but I, can, so I seem to manage for crystals in their urine. So, oh, what? so so testing the urine to see whether there's crystals oh, yes. in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Often when they're weeing on the bed, it's best to uh, make sure that you don't give them access to that room. So sometimes you get these, you know, little dogs that are taking over. They're wanting to be the boss. So um, making sure if they are weeing on your bed that you um, take them out of the bedroom for a while just to overcome that, um, so that they're not urinating on your bed. And I guess testing for crystals would be to see if it's a medical yes, issue, an issue there. down the yeah, track. Yeah. All right. Look, Jenny, thank you very much for the call. 49216216 if you do have a question for Pet Chat. Now, Cheryl, we need to have a look at our Dog of the Week. We've got two actually. So we'll do one now and one a little later. The first one is zero. Now, oh, my gosh, 
this little honey bunny, and I'm thinking of Todd because he's got a soft spot for Jack Russells. She's um, 14 years old, so it does. You, you do need it's 14 years young, I should say. So yes. you need a special person to, to take on an old, older dog. Uh, but look, she is adorable. She's only three kilograms. She is a long-haired Jack Russell. She's in great health, and she looks so gorgeous. Yeah, she does in her photos. But this little mature lady, she is looking for a special human companion to spend some time with. Now. She She would love to sit and supervise if you're working from home, perhaps you're at your computer, perhaps you're in the garden. I think it would be nice for her to have some company, you know, if if you're home during the day. She would be perfect for someone that is. Um, She's also partial to a little bit of daytime TV on the couch. Aren't we all zero? Is Bolden the Beautiful, is that your choice? Uh, her favourite place is on the blanket or doggy bed with a chew toy. She's quite versatile uh, as far as your yard and housing goes. Uh, she is house trained and would be happy with a small courtyard and would even suit a unit or townhouse. Certainly, however, she would suit someone who is laid back and not interested in running a marathon together. Uh, she currently has four for siblings for company. She gets along really well with everybody. Uh, she's not been tested with cats and would obviously need to, to meet a cat first if you do have a cat but it sounds like she's pretty chilled out of course the only place she does uh, love nothing more than to sleep on your bed how can you say no when they're that yeah, cool and she's cute very cute she's very cute so look if you're interested it sounds like she's pretty chilled she's pretty uh, trained she's just looking for someone to spend some time yeah, with her lovely laptop oh definitely so if you're interested, please head to our website, 2NURFM.com.au. Hello, Jim. You're in Newcastle. Uh, now, your puppy suffered a stroke and you're just wondering how you can correct uh, with your puppy's walking a little bit. Yes, that's right. Last week, he's a 10-month-old cavoodle and the little fella um, had a stroke. We got him to the vet very quickly. And, um, Mm. yeah, he's making a good recovery, but he has got this sideways walk. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that's really sad, Jim. I mean, such a young puppy and um, cavoodles are so cute. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, we have um, a a lot of people that have had dogs, um, usually older dogs that have had strokes, um, do hydrotherapy. Now, have a chat with your vet about the benefits of hydrotherapy for your dog's particular issue. But we find that a lot of dogs, because um, when they're doing hydrotherapy, it's non-weight bearing and they actually have to use their limbs to um, go through the water. Now, quite often um, when they are using the water as, as a therapy, it can really help um, with their strength and with that it builds up a lot of the muscles and the tendons around the areas that have been affected by stroke so it may be something that would be um, helpful in, in your puppy's case um, to do hydrotherapy the hydrotherapist actually gets in the water with your dog so it's really important that they go through the range of exercises um, to strengthen um, the, the limb that is affected and, um, and with that we always say to make sure that you've um, recorded it so you can see the improvement as it starts to happen because sometimes you think, oh, well, you know, it's a month later, where are we at? You can look back to where you began and to where you are it's a month later. It's a great later. idea. Yeah, and you can use that as a tool to show your vet so that you've got that um, that video footage there of your dog in the water and what, what is happening with your dog. Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. He <laughs> is getting better every day and getting stronger every day and and walking now whereas he couldn't even walk before but it's just that 
Yeah, rear yeah. end gate not following the front end. Yeah, and sometimes too, because if they're not getting that alignment right, they can um, their feet can sort of turn out a bit, and sometimes you have to look at different um, ways of, of making sure that they're actually using their pads properly so that their foot isn't um, being injured as they're walking, and that's where swimming can come in um, and do a lot of good with that because it just strengthens everything because it's yeah. non-weight bearing, and five minutes in the pool is about of equivalent to about a, a 15-kilometre walk or run so it really does um uses the entire dog's body and and just aligns things a lot better okay excellent there okay, you go. good luck jim. with that jim have a chat with your vet and i'm sure that if, if it's suitable you'll um you'll be able to bring your puppy along for hydrotherapy and we know with ourselves the benefits of swimming when i um yeah. injured my leg years ago and couldn't run anymore i had to get in the pool and um it strengthens it but you just it's a whole new set of being fit when yes. you're having to use your lungs in such a way and move the body yeah. and strengthen it. So and the heart as well. Everything's really yes. working and it's it's a great way. Also, it, it moves the oxygen through the blood. So that's actually helping to get rid of impurities because you're exercising and that's strengthening the whole system. We've got time for one more call. Melita in Maitland. Hello. How can we help you today? Hello. Um, my son has a, a about a 12-week-old puppy who gets very excited every time she sees somebody new and pees everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Yeah, Melita. How, how long before that stops? <laughs> this is just an ex- a very exciting time for your puppy. So every time it's seeing somebody new, we all go into puppy mode and we talk with a high-pitched voice and we get excited and then the puppy gets excited and then what happens? The, the puppy pees because they don't have the capacity to hold on to it as they do as they get old. So that with that excitement, we say excitement, we, some of us get excited and say, oh, you know, I I need to go to the bathroom. (laughs) But the puppy just can't do that. And of course, the puppy wheeze there. The main thing is not to, to, um, you know, sort of go crook at the dog, don't rouse, nothing like that. No, please just clean it up. Don't make any fuss about it. The puppy will grow out of that. It's just that total excitement. And as I said, everyone loves being around a puppy. We all elevate our voice. And with that Mm. elevation, that we excitement do. comes through and the puppy's just going, hey, and then it happens. What what breed of dog is it? Um, she's a Mastiff cross pit bull. Oh, okay. Going to be a yeah. big one. Big one, yeah. Mm. Gone, yeah, she is. She'd yeah. be a cute um, puppy. Oh, gosh. She is. She's really lovely, but um, she just gets so excited to see people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she pees every time, which we don't, I, we know it's excitement. I just wondered um, when she might grow out of it, if there's a certain age they might. Uh, no, it, it just depends on the dog. Some dogs will do it. If you're always exciting around them, they'll they'll wee for some time. But the, the whole thing is they do grow out of that um, excitement urination. Yeah. All right. Look, thanks very much, Melita, for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, before we go, we do need to do a, another Dog of the Week because we had two and we don't want Jag to miss out. Now, Jag, <laughs> speaking of puppies, oh, gosh, that's adorable. Oh, 
He's a 10-week-old boy staffy pup and he is looking for a forever home. He's still a baby. He looks like a baby. He's got that chubbiness yeah. and the little rolls, doesn't he, Cheryl? That's cute. He's uh, very dark and he's got some white patches sort of on his chest. He's just beautiful. Uh, he loves to run around and play with his big brother and new foster doggy and friends in a lovely big backyard. He is a typical staffy pup. Uh, he loves his people. He is a big sookie babe. A lot of stuffies are, aren't they? They, are they don't realise their strength half of them too because they're such little sooks. They're just gorgeous. If you don't like a doggy cuddle and kisses, then don't get him because he wants to give you lots of love. He wants to play. He um, likes to lay on the lounge with you and be your best friend. He loves toys and his brother loves toys as well. They love to wrestle each other. So he obviously gets along uh, with, with other dogs, dogs, which is just fantastic. So he, he's happy to have a play. You know, all the usuals, the tug of war, I think he's probably his favourite game. He loves to run between, you know, people. He's got little legs that take him places very quickly. So a lot of energy. And he will be, you know, a medium dog, but he's yes. going to need a lot of exercise. And we always try to say that, don't we, Cheryl? Yes, that's right. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yes, yeah, so look, a very sweet personality. Doesn't like to be left alone for long periods of time. Uh, he, he, you know, he he needs that companion and that company. So if you think you're in the market, then please go and have a look at Jag because he really does look like a gorgeous little boy there. I think that's it for us, Cheryl, for Pet Chat. We're just about out of time. Yes, thank it's you, It's gone Sarah. quickly. Thank you very much. You've done very well today. You've oh, had Sarah. a few questions that you've just answered like that, you know, without the vet and all. I know. So very impressive. Of course, we will be back same time next week with David, I think. No, oh, no, Kimberly. It's Dr. Kimberly next Kimberly. week. Kimberly. 